Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at tips for how you can get to sleep quicker and stay asleep longer so that you can reach your eight-hour-a-day sleep goal. So if you have trouble with getting to sleep and or staying asleep, I recommend that you listen to last week's podcast for some really good tips on that. This week, the title's going to seem just a little bit strange. It's In Praise of Stress. Now, most of us experience stress on a regular basis and we don't like it. It's something that you try to avoid. Um, very seldom do you hear stress referred to in a positive way. However, we really do need physical and mental, emotional stress to help us through our lives. And I will expound on that just now. There's an area right down the road from where I live that it had horrible, horrible traffic congestion. And so for several years now, they've been tearing out all the old roads, putting in bigger bridges, better overpasses, better ways to get on there to improve the traffic flow in this area. And when they're finished, it's going to have completely eliminated the traffic flow problems in this area. And the reason for that was because there was a stressful situation. The traffic was extremely congested and you just couldn't get through this area and it was affecting two major interstates. So they fixed it. Well, the same kind of thing happens in your body. When you go to exercise and you put stress on your muscles, and in the exercise business, we call it progressive overload. And obviously, if you overload a system, then it's it's barely able to keep up or it's not able to keep up and something has to be done. So whenever you experience progressive overload, let's say let's say you're lifting weights and you lift to the point of failure. You just cannot pick that weight up again. That does a lot of internal damage to the muscle. Um, it, it breaks microfibers. It, it tears some stuff up in there. So what your body does, and I am personifying it, but it goes in and says, hey, you know, this wasn't strong enough last time. When we put it back together, let's build it a little stronger and see if it can handle the load next time. And that's how you end up building muscle. If you're going out and you're doing a strenuous walk or some kind of aerobic exercise and your body is just not quite getting all the oxygen and nutrients it needs. Your brain basically says to the heart, hey, you're going to need to improve the efficiency here. So what it does is your heart beats a little stronger and it increases, increases what's called the stroke volume. And the stroke volume is simply how much blood gets pumped out each time. So your heart doesn't have to beat faster. It can just push more blood out at the same time. It also creates more new blood vessels, and it also increases the stretchiness of the blood vessels that are there so that they can get the blood, they can widen out a little bit and get the blood going through. So once again, the stress not only causes things to build back stronger, but it actually improves your overall health. The next body system that we're going to talk about is your bones. Now, 
all of us have seen bones, and, and you think of bones as dead, inert matter, but bones are actually highly living tissue. They're full of nerves, they're full of blood vessels, they do a whole lot of things. If you don't believe they're full of nerves, break one. You'll realize that that bone was full of nerves. Anyway, what happens whenever you exercise, whenever you do things with your bones, when you're active, it causes tiny, tiny, tiny little micro fractures in your bones. Well, you have two kinds of cells that are, we got more than two, but two basic kinds of cells that are working on remodeling your bones. And one of them is constantly going out and eating away old bone. And the other one is coming in and putting in new bone. So what happens is when you have these little micro fractures, the bone eater cells come in, they clean out a little path for the new ones to come in. And the bone replacement cells come in, they say, well, that wasn't strong enough last time. We're going to add a little bit thicker bone material there. And you improve your bone mineral density by the stress of exercise. Now, I know that most of us, when you think of stress, you're, you're not thinking of the physical stresses. You're thinking of mental and emotional stress, the stuff that you deal with day to day to day, and it drives you up a wall. Well, turns out we need the mental and emotional stress, too, because as you have a bout of mental and emotional stress, your body also learns how to deal with that. The problem we're running into is that a lot of us, our jobs cause us to have permanent stress or chronic stress instead of acute stress. It just stays with you. Well, it turns out that strenuous exercise can give you a good solid dose of acute mental stress simply because a lot of times the exercise and when you're doing it, it's difficult. It's slightly painful. It, it causes you to stretch and it causes you to grow and you you have to fight with yourself a little bit with it do I just quit or do I keep going um, I've got a piece of gravel in my shoe what do I do you know you've got these mental things that are going on and these acute mental stresses actually help lower the chronic stress because your body learns how to deal with it and your brain learns how to deal with it just a little bit more efficiently it goes back to Almost every study that has been done on mood and exercise says that if you do a good, strenuous workout, your mood improves. 16,483 university students were surveyed and they found that the higher the amount of exercise they had, the lower their depression. And it wasn't just because of improved physical fitness, because if you take a they did another study where they took fit people and didn't allow them to exercise. Um, the ones that were uh, habitual exercisers, the ones that were casual exercisers, they didn't allow them to exercise and their mood worsened greatly. So they were still fit, but they, it, the exercise itself provides some good protection against anxiety and against depression. They did a study of over 2,000 elderly depressed people and they started them on a simple walking program and the participation in the walking program predicted the severity of their depression for the next three years. So this is a long-term thing. You, the more you exercise, the more you experience this mental and physical stress, the more you're able to deal with next time's mental and physical stress. And it causes a greater amount of resiliency. 
Well, then why is it that only 30% of the Western population exercises and people that start exercising, 50% of them stop again in the next six months? There's a lot of different explanations. There's time management. There's um, just life gets in the way. There's the fact that there it is a it's a stressor. It, it causes you a bit of unpleasantness while it's happening. And sometimes you just dread that unpleasantness enough that the reward at the end just isn't worth it. And I do want to throw in some of you are going, well, you know, I do. I've tried exercising and I was not in a better mood at the end of it. There was one study that had the hypothesis that the reason so many people quit is the people that like to exercise are the ones that signed up for that study for the studies about mood improvement because if you don't like exercise you're not going to sign up for a mood study on exercise because then you'll have to exercise and you don't want to so there there was the hypothesis that the people that just hate to exercise didn't sign up for the study which is why you didn't get the people that had the worst mood when they got done but you know it would take an another mood study with people that hate to exercise exercising to find that out so it's probably not going to happen regardless it has been proven that exercising 30 minutes a day moderate to vigorous exercise will dramatically improve your health and it's also been kind of tied in that it will improve your mental health so i want to strongly encourage you if you want to have a more stress-free life, add a little more stress to it, which sounds absolutely crazy. But if you'll do that little bout of acute stress that we call exercise and you do it on a regular basis, then your body will be able to handle the bigger stressors more and you'll have a reduced overall stress level and your fitness will be a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner. <laughs>